Hey, this is Greg Grunberg, a.k.a. your favorite Star Wars character, Snap Wexley, and you are right where you need to be listening to yet another amazing episode of the Black Squadron podcast. Welcome back, episode 67. I'm BP. With me, as always, is Todd and Mari. We all sound so tired. (laughs) Uh, We're on day 96 of June, I think. Um, Is this the SpongeBob meme where it's like Mr. Krabs banging on the triangle? Like, day 79. (laughs) Give it up for day 79 of pure exhaustion. Uh, speaking of June, it's Pride Month. So, yay! Happy Pride. Um, and on the Happy heels Pride. of that, um, a major PSA for the Star Wars fandom, don't be a racist asshole. There is no place for you here if you are a racist. So sick of women and people of color and women of color getting shit in this universe. Like, it's so... Just stop. It's every Fuck single off. show. That, it's every show that comes out. It's the same, yeah. same thing. Every show, every movie. It's it's one. It's not even a part of the fandom. It's like one group of very angry, very loud, disgusting, loud people that are gross and don't belong anywhere. Yeah, and don't don't feed into them. Like, don't quote tweet their shit. Like, yeah. you might be rebutting, rebutting them or whatever, but you're still giving them a platform. So just ignore them. Block them, move on with your day. It's, gl- it's glorious. Um, but before we get into our actual show, yeah, make sure you're leaving us a review uh, for whatever platform you're listening to. I think we're on like 65 of them at this point. So <laughs> pick one, leave us a review, go nuts. But uh, tonight we're, we got a lot of news to cover, a lot of toy news, regular old news. And then we're going to talk about the first three episodes of Kenobi. So if you haven't heard that, just skip that segment. Uh, but for now, let's hop into the Hollow Knit headlines. So like BP said, there is a lot of news. We did have a small, tiny little event recently called Star Wars Celebration. And of course, they held everything that they could have possibly announced until this event. So to kick things off, uh, Thursday of Celebration, there was a big Lucasfilm showcase panel. And during this panel, we got a bunch of news about upcoming projects. First one I want to talk about is Andor. Um, Andor follows Cassie and Andor. Obviously, name, show, makes sense. Uh, we got our first teaser trailer. Trailer looks great. I don't know if you two saw it, took a look at it. Mari, I know you're very anti-trailer, so I'm not going to talk too much about it because I don't want to spoil. It looks great. Very excited about this. I'm, I'm a lot more excited about the show now that I've seen like footage for it, like a trailer, just something to kind of tickle the fancy while we, while we wait. I feel like the show has been around. When did they announce the show? Was it pre, pre-celebration 2019, maybe? That's I think I it was thought. when I when I pre-ordered my Ahsoka sideshow. <laughs> the dark days before the Empire. Before, yeah, the before times. I am I am a lot more excited about this series. Um, season one will be coming out August thirty first. It's going to be twelve episodes, so this will probably be, aside from the animation stuff, the longest live action that we've gotten. A lot of that seems to be in the six to eight to ten range. So getting twelve episodes is pretty cool. Um, and then they did say, I think it was Tony Gilroy said that 
Uh, season two is going to be begin filming in November, and that's going to go all the way up to the events of Rogue One, like right where we see Cassian at the beginning of Rogue One. We're, uh, sci-fi nerds are going to be thriving at this point because this will be on, the Lord of the Rings show will be on, um, the uh, new Game of Thrones show will be on, all at the same time. This is going to be hot. I'm, I'm sure there's something Marvel related that's going to be running. I don't know if Miss Marvel is going to be running during say. that time or not. Yeah. Because that starts soon. Um, yeah, there's a lot. It's gonna get. I feel like Disney Plus and like all the streaming services is gonna get very just crowded though. That's yeah. My only, and we'll talk a little bit more about that um, as I jump into the next one. So there was a new series, new thing that was announced called Star Wars Skeleton Crew. It's created by John Watts and Chris Ford. It's gonna be set in the same time period as Ahsoka and Mando, so kind of all part of that Mando verse uh, period. It's gonna star Jude Law. I'm excited about that. Loves me some Jude. Yeah, I was like, what? <laughs> they said Jude Law, and I was like, um. Okay, cool. I thought this had been. Oh no, never mind. I was thinking of something else. Ignore me. No, nah, it's probably one of the many other Star Wars projects that have been shelved. <laughs> one of the multi- the multiples of of Star Wars. Um, but this one's going to be a story about a group of kids. It's about ten, that are about ten years old. So I think it's sort of like a coming of age story uh, from a tiny little planet who accidentally get lost in the Star Wars galaxy, uh, and basically the story is going to follow their journey getting home. So I feel like this is. Um, is it, is it not Galaxy Quest because that's the spoof movie? But what's the? I just watched that. It's so good. <laughs> I bet uh, you the planet that they get lost from is Tatooine. <laughs> Listen, I love me some sand planets. Um, what's the name of that? Movie? It's not. Is it Lost in Space? I feel like it's going to be kind of Lost in Space, okay. yeah. but Star yeah. Wars. So you would like sand, though. You have that towel. I do. I love me. I'll oh, talk you. about. I spent so much money at Celebration. <laughs> I spent so much money. But we'll talk about that later. Uh, Mando Season 3 is going to be coming out February 2023. I think this was rumored that it was going to be like end of 22, um, early 2023. So they did say it's coming out February 2023. They showed some footage. I cried. I cheered. I like did my best. Werner Herzog. I would like to see the baby impression. Um, this panel was stacked. Like, I, I want to talk about this panel for a second, but they brought out Filoni and Favreau. Then they brought out Pedro, Brendan Wayne, and Latif Grider, which awesome that they brought out both Brendan and Latif because I know that trio um, is basically the one. They, I mean, they're the reason why the Mandalorian is the way that the Mandalorian is. So the fact that they brought them out for the panel and gave them sort of the recognition and, and the fanfare was really cool. Uh, there's Giancarlo Esposito. He gave, I think, probably one of the best speeches I've ever heard from an actor during this panel. Like he, he just talked a lot about Favreau and Favreau's process and and the faith that Favreau puts in his actors to kind of just do their thing. So if you can find like a, I don't know if they put this trailer uh, or the the panel online. I know they didn't stream all the morning panels, so I don't know if it, it lives online one way or another. Um, so if you can watch that, his speech, I, I really recommend. It was really good. Uh, Carl Weathers was there. Emma Swallow was there. Katie Sackhoff was there. Tim was there. He came out and did the haka, which was super insane. <laughs> and then he was a little winded afterwards. <laughs> he's a little old and, and the haka takes a lot out of you. He just seems he I so he he was probably my favorite thing from Celebration because he was hilarious during the Attack of the Clones 20th panel. And then he was hilarious during the Mando Plus panel because he was like the grandpa that was just like 
with his phone recording everything and taking pictures of everything and just like <laughs> i can't believe i'm here right now even though he's been Aww. doing star wars forever he he and him and daniel logan during the 20th panel i i have never laughed that hard during a convention panel in my life they were just like riff, riffing off each other the whole time and it was well, you incredible. have to think like when they were coming up in the star wars world they were getting wrapped on like well, those movies were so hated at the time and now it's like there's this love that everyone has for you guys like you can see it now back then it wasn't as apparent but yeah well and i think just definitely being in that environment and i think yeah. tim and daniel have a pretty close relationship because they're both from new zealand yeah um so it's a very like it seems like a very tight-knit community for, for <laughs> actors from new zealand um who else did they bring out kitty sackoff tim rick uh Tomuia. He's actually going to be an executive producer for season three. So that's cool that they're bringing him on as more of a, a producer role. Uh, then they brought out Rosario Dawson. And then they brought out two other guests for the Ahsoka series, which because they <laughs> the thing was it was promoted as Mando Plus. So I was like Mando oh, and okay. then a little extra, the little plus. <laughs> so the two guests I'll talk about next. Uh, and then they brought out the Grogu animatronic because why not? Uh, you always have to have the Grogu animatronic, but I didn't think about this until someone said it. I think it was Lacey from the Resistance broadcast, but um, they had the like Grogu puppet under the table. So someone had to, I'm pretty sure, hand because they wouldn't just like let that thing sit on its own. So I'm pretty sure someone was sitting like under the table of the panel <laughs> and like went at the very end, like gave it to Favreau and Favreau like put it on the table. So someone was probably chilling. <laughs> underneath of everyone like near everybody's feet like just kind of hanging out waiting for any, their time to shine the memes and videos from that whole like just interaction with grogu is so wholesome oh yeah i they, love it so much they i feel like grogu is like his own little actor yeah. his own entity and everybody yeah. just wants to like everybody's going up and like touching it yeah. like, shaking his hand <laughs> and playing with it so it was it was really fun um that was probably my favorite panel of, of the entire uh, celebration, obviously, because I love Mando. But the plus aspect, so I'm going to hop into the next bit of news. Uh, the Ahsoka series was the plus aspect. Like I said, they brought out Rosario Dawson, which makes sense. She's in Mando. We get the little tease about like, where's Thrawn in Mando season two, which is setting up her show. Um, and that started filming on Rosario Dawson's birthday. So I think it was like three-ish weeks that they had they had been filming by the time Celebration rolled around, which is crazy because they gave us a little sizzle footage, which I don't wow. think anybody really expected. So they had like yeah. some actual footage of, I mean, it was just like, it wasn't like a scene. It was more like hodgepodge shots, and but it was very like finished and refined and like what you would see um, if you turned on the series. So it was really cool. They did bring out Natasha Lou Bordizo, who's going to be playing live action Sabine. So they officially like announced her to everybody. They brought out a live action chopper because that was super adorable. So you just see like a little like, <laughs> like the angry little war criminal chopper. <laughs> this is definitely like the rebel sequel series, though, based off of the footage that they showed. I it's... can't wait. It's going to be really good. Um, I am a little bummed still that it's not in animation just because I loved Rebels and, and it, the animation style. I get why they're doing it in live action, but yeah, it's going to be good. One of those scenes showed uh, Hera, which was pretty cool to see. 
I mm-hmm. heard about it, but I haven't watched it. So it's technically a spoiler for me, but I I heard I heard about it not from you guys. So. <laughs> we didn't we didn't we didn't open that spoiler cast. Now that I live on Twitter, thanks guys. Oh yeah, uh, no, that's, that stuff so is living everywhere. Yeah, you can't if you're anywhere on social media, that stuff is if it especially if it's a trailer that's like widely available, everybody's just like, Oh my god, this screen capture, this screen yep, capture. Let yeah. me, let's zoom in on this tiny little panel in a corner. And <laughs> oh my goodness, is that Thrawn? It's like, no, that's a speck of blue dirt. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think what they're doing with Mando, Ahsoka, I'm curious to see how skeleton crew kind of ties into all of that. If they're gonna it's gonna be like uh Book of Boba where Mando has like another random appearance halfway through that's like completely unrelated to the story that's going on. Or it's going to be Grogu. It'll be a random Mando episode every time. Yeah. Every, I'm, every just, I'm, I'm just waiting for the uh, Mando episode in the Kenobi series. It's going to be uh, so the, the episode will be cut, titled uh, The Birth of Man- <laughs> the Mandalorian or something <laughs> like that. It's tomorrow. Or, exactly. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess it would be, yeah, chapter part four. Are we at part four? Yeah, part four would yeah. be when this episode it would comes be today, out. today, technically. Happy Kenobi Day. Yeah. I wonder what kind of trauma we're going to go through today. We'll talk about that later. <laughs> just consecutive size. <laughs> There's a lot. There's a big just, oh my goodness. Um, I'm going I'm to hop back into it, though, because we got a lot more news. Uh, Bad Batch Season 3, we got a trailer, some footage that was shown. So they took, uh, I think it was one of the scenes in the trailer. They like showed a little bit of an extended look at that. Uh, that's coming out September 28th. So again, this is going to overlap with like Andor because Andor is the end of August. This is the end of September. There's like a million other things coming out. Think, We're going to um, get fat with Star Wars. Yeah, there's, it's, I feel like oh, I don't know. I, it's a double edged sword because I love it, but I also feel like it's just going to be too much at one time. So it's going to be a lot of media to consume. And unless you're really on it, you're either going to get something spoiled or yeah, you're uh, you're going to miss out on something. So. Yes. Uh, the new armor uh, looks cool. Yeah, I love that they already said we're gonna repaint everything before any of the toys are <laughs> like stuff is just getting announced from season one, and they're like, "and eh, new armor, new toys," because <laughs> you know that season two toys are already coming. Going to be like not anytime soon, but they're going to be coming. Pre-order now. You'll see them in twenty six. You'll see them yeah. by the time the season the series is over. Um. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to jump too much into the trailer because I don't know, Mari, if you saw this one, but there are some familiar faces and I'll leave it at that. Very excited about some of the stuff that was teased. Um, If you're a fan of other Star Wars media, you will be very happy about this season. The next thing is a new series called Tales of the Jedi. So this is another animated series. It's led by Filoni. It's going to be six episodes, so it's a very short. um, And I think the actual episodes are short, too. I think they're like 15 minutes each. This is going to feature Ahsoka and Count Dooku. So Count Dooku's story is going to be like a younger Count Dooku when he's still a Jedi. You're going to see a young Qui-Gon Jinn as his Padawan. Um, really excited for that. I believe Liam Neeson's coming back to voice Qui-Gon. Um, yes, yeah. So always love seeing Liam back. Hopefully, fingers crossed that we see him in Kenobi. We'll which to uh, endure hearing Dooku called Do. Do. Again. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then Janina Gavankar uh, is voicing Ahsoka's mother, Pav T. So the Ahsoka story is going to be like young Ahsoka. Not all these stories are going to be happy, which I love Star Wars when it traumatizes us. 
Uh, and this is coming out in the fall. So again, we have Andor, Bad Batch, Tales of the Jedi, <laughs> a nap. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna be like three a.m., three a.m., three a.m., three a.m. I wonder Y'all if they're are gonna crazy for doing that. I do if, uh, wonder if they're gonna say if the name Janina sounds familiar to you. She's the voice of Iden Versio from Battlefront Two. Mm-hmm. So I'll say mm-hmm. that she's going to be back. Um, I am curious if they're going to change around release days instead of having everything come out on Wednesday because you're going to have that overlap with everything. Yeah. We'll see. We'll find out. I'm just every day of the week is a new Star Wars thing. Yes, please. Like Mando Monday. I'm taking Tano Saturdays. Tuesday. Saturdays, you'll not be able to find me. They're just going to be Star Wars days. Exactly. <laughs> Star Wars Saturdays. Yeah. Um, and then Star Wars Visions is coming back. We're getting a second season of that, or a second volume, I guess is what they're calling it. That's coming out spring 2023. Um, and the cool thing about this is, so the first volume focused on like Japanese animation. This one's going to focus on animation from all around the world. So you've got South Africa, Chile, the United States, because we got to throw our hat in there. Uh, France, Japan, Spain, India, UK. I'm sure there's plenty of others that I'm missing. Um, so it's going to be a little bit of a different vibe than the first volume that we got. So excited for that. I do. I think I have a poster that they had left over from the panel while I was waiting in line for another panel. They're like, here, take a poster. I was like, I won't say no to free stuff. <laughs> uh, so I've got a poster from that panel, which is kind of cool. What else? I think this is the last series show thing. But uh, Lego, during their panel, announced that we're getting Star Wars Summer Vacation coming to Disney Plus. So another Lego special that's coming out August 5th. Um, It's set after Episode 9, where everybody, they just defeated the Emperor. And everybody wants a little bit of a vacation, a little bit of a break. Because who doesn't need a vacation right now? Um, Especially after... You should have a honeymoon on the house you own. Yeah. (laughs) For the low, low price of your firstborn child. It promises to feature a ton of characters from across the saga. Uh, Finn fans will also have much to be happy about. So Finn's going to be kind of front and center like it, he was during the holiday special. I guess he wasn't super front and center, but his story was kind of post episode nine Finn. And of course, there's going to be a Lego number because it's Lego or a musical number because it's Lego and Lego likes doing their thing with music when it comes to these specials and just being over the top and like as campy Star Wars as it can get. We did get some gaming news at Celebration. So we're getting Star Wars Hunters, which this was announced forever ago. Um, and I think it's finally making its way to people. So this is going to be a multiplayer arena combat game. It's coming out on mobile and on the Switch. It's going to take place after the Battle of Jakku uh, during a time of turmoil and opportunity across the galaxy. So it's in the real world. Um, it sets it right after Return of the Jedi and around the time of the Mandalorian is sort of where it is in the Star Wars timeline. Uh, it's inspired by Ralph McQuarrie's paintings. So the art that you see for the characters is kind of McQuarrie-esque. Characters have established rivalries and friendships. So that's going to play a role in the game. And then the outfits and stuff that people wear will also kind of have a role in how things work in different environments and different arenas. So. <clears throat> It's going to be fun. This game, again, like I said, it was, I felt like it was announced forever, forever ago. And it's just been like an early, like te- limited testing environment forever. And like they rolled it out to some people and then they rolled it out to a few more markets. Now I feel like we're finally getting it, but I've seen stuff for this forever. So they still haven't given a date. 
like they had an a panel for this at celebration they had a whole oh, booth for this like yeah. a whole giant display for this game i um absolutely love the poster they made for this game it's a like, old kenner toy style mm-hmm. so it's like each individual character set up uh, it's the yellow background real nice clark um i don't know if i'll play this game because i don't have a switch and i don't play games on my phone yet i guess this could change that but i'm interested in the game i'll probably give it a try just to see it because i have the one star wars mobile galaxy of heroes that i spend all my time on so i'm not opposed to mobile games but um it's interesting. I do love some of the characters. So, like, one of the characters is literally just two Jawas stacked on top of each other in a trench coat. <laughs> yeah, a trench coat. Yeah. So they said, "All right, we're just gonna we're gonna get wild with the character design." Um, they have a, they have a name. Yeah, it's like, is it? No, their their name is literally Utini. Yeah, <laughs> it's adorable. We love a Jawa. We love so many Jawas. I may um, be I may be cuddling one as we speak. <laughs> allegedly. <laughs> Build a baby. I'll, they, I'll never forgive them. They, one stole a bunch of stickers from me at Rhode Island Comic Con. So. <laughs> They're dead to me. <laughs> the other gaming news that we got is uh, the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order was officially announced. So it's Star Wars Jedi Survivor. We got the name, of first trailer. Uh, it looks great. I'm super excited. It is kind of funny because they announced, like, they had a whole big panel for Star Wars Hunters and all that jazz. And then they were like, at the Star Wars Live stage, they said, and here's the sequel to Jedi Fallen Order. <laughs> so maybe next year at the pan at the the next celebration they'll be like, here we go. There was a very like limited gaming present, like video game presence at celebration, aside from Hunters, which was a little alarming considering we've had but like six, seven, eight different games announced recently from multiple studios. Like nothing's like on like this is the name of the game, but you would think they would give us a little something at celebration for all those games. You'd hope for more. Think, the only thing I can figure is that there's a showcase this weekend. Oh, uh, that's true. That's the yeah. only yeah. thing I can figure. Yeah. Unless well, they're E3, literally going to wait a year. E3 is not happening this year, right? I don't know. Well, I don't know. They canceled it la- last year. So yeah. they haven't, they haven't, I don't think they've said anything for this year. Okay. I wasn't. Maybe. I couldn't remember if they were doing that. And I know EA will probably do like EA play. I don't know when that is, but maybe because they were so show centric on this celebration, they are going to wait and be like gaming centric. I know they have like a bunch of more shows lined up, but yeah, I feel like gaming stuff because all the individual studios, I feel yeah. like want to have their own specific, like here's watch, like tune into our gaming showcase and we'll show you the newest star Wars stuff. So they're waiting for like the the individual studios to release their stuff, and then they're like at celebration, they're like riding the coattails of that. <laughs> yeah, maybe we'll see. There's a lot of cool stuff coming that's like been announced without really giving us much detail. So I'm excited for more. I am excited about Jedi Survivor. I think that's gonna be fun. The trailer is really cool and seems very dark and ominous, and things have not gone well since the ending of Fallen Order. So very very excited. Um, it's uh, on our show notes, but I did see Catherine, Catherine, Kathleen Kennedy say that Lando is still happening. They're just yeah. waiting for um, Donald to be Donald free. Yeah. Yeah. So Lando is still like, happening eventually. 
I feel like they have issues with some of those, like when they get those really, really big names, like same thing with Ryan Johnson. Like they always say like Ryan's trilogy is still happening. He's just really busy doing everything else right now. And then they get Taika fast tracked. So <laughs> God bless Taika. I'm so excited for more Taika content. <laughs> um, Last few, few things. So there was a high Republic uh, phase two panel. I didn't really, I caught like the tail end of that when I was waiting the Star Wars live stage. Um, and then Hayden and Ewan came out after that. So I like, kind of blacked out everything from, from that moment <laughs> on. I can uh, give you guys a pretty in-depth synopsis of that panel of what to expect for phase two. And it's simply pain. Oh, good. <laughs> I love pain. I love when Star Wars, Star Wars just traumatizes me and, and breaks my heart. And nothing's they good is never happen. do that to us. Like nothing good is about. going to happen unless, of course, you are full blown Sith or full blown bad bad person because <laughs> good guys are going to die. <laughs> Excellent, I love it. Well, this is like their phase two is set before phase one, right? I think is what they said. So, yeah, it's going to be rough. I can't wait. <laughs> Death and destruction. High just sadness. <laughs> the High Republic, where all your dreams go to die. Um. Last last thing, uh, Star Wars Celebration, of course, during the closing panel, they give us the new dates for the next celebration where it's going to be all that jazz. I originally thought that they were going to skip a year and go 2024. Um, only reason I thought they were going to do 2023 is because it would be the 40th anniversary of Return of the Jedi. So they are doing Celebration 2023. It's going to be held at the Excel Center in London. They're doing another Celebration Europe, um, and that is going to be April 7th through the 10th. So very you sound like you from London. From yes, London. The Euro trip. Uh, we're going airborne. Yeah, I'm I'm excited. I'm already looking at flights and I'm gonna make a whole trip out of this, I think. Go out like the week before and do some sightseeing. I still have miles. <laughs> I got left over my like roll pull open the app like all right how many am I working with <laughs> I I opened mine and um Gucci on miles so I'm excited <laughs> <laughs> fine business premiere you say <laughs> I'm actually legit might <laughs> a whole suite to myself on the flight you say turns out buying all these toys with a certain point generating credit card was a great idea <laughs> so, how could this ever fail me I'm curious to see what because i don't i don't i wasn't following celebration too closely during the last one so I'm, i'll be curious to see what like the exhibitors look like and all that jazz since it is in europe and with uh I shipping stuff go. is kind of a nightmare i didn't go to the london the last london one but i did watch every second of it on youtube um it was the first year i actually watched it like the whole thing and it was it looked just like chicago like it chicago. Was just chocked full of people Nice. Yeah, it'll be it'll be exciting. I mean, it's always nice when you get, you know, the UK does have a pretty big Star Wars fan base. So I think it's nice that they don't have to make the trek over to the US. But I'm thinking more as far as like shipping things, just because shipping is still such a nightmare for companies like there's a ton of stuff at the store that I think just never arrived or like certain Funkos that were exposed to be exclusives, like just weren't available because they didn't arrive in time. They had the same problems in Chicago with the store. Well, the store is always a mess. The store yeah, is a, the store is the store. If it's um, like BlizzCon, I'm very much aware. But BlizzCon actually, like, they've nailed it down. There's when I went, their store was like they were they had that 
down pat. They should take oh, no. notes. Sorry. The celebration store is like, have you ever been in a war zone? Would you like to be in one? Would you like to see <laughs> grown men fighting over boxes of Funko Pops? That's what you're <laughs> you going like to get. Be a mud trooper? Would you like to fight an Indian? That's how, how it felt when I walked into the store because I was in like one of the first people to go in on that third, the first day. And it, it literally looked like the scene out of Solo where like there's explosions and there's like clothes flying in the air. Like, my computer is going off in the background. Yeah. <laughs> the sound of just screaming and, and fighting. Yeah, it was it was Almost crazy. Being tossed. Exactly. It was it was rough. Um, but that's going to wrap up all the news. So I'm going to toss it back to you, BP, for the cargo hold. Put Captain Solo in the cargo hold. The Cargo Hold segment is brought to you by Skyward Fun Supply. Skyward Fun Supply was born from a love of two things, Star Wars and the hobby of figure and toy collecting. They are a company that truly knows how fun the hobby of action figure and toy collecting is because they are collectors too, with over 30 years of experience in the hobby. Every item from Skyward Fun Supply is guaranteed to be in mint condition. Head over to www.skywardfunsupply.com and use code BSP10 to save 10%. So there was a lot of toy news coming out of Celebration. Um, but before we do that, of course, we got to talk about all the stuff we bought in the past weeks. Several weeks. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think we, based off the list, because we all write it down beforehand so we can see it. Uh, Mar, you go first. I'll go second. Todd, you go third. Because like just so you guys know, Todd's list starts with LOL in caps lock. <laughs> it's not a short list. It's actually just like crying through the laughing. <laughs> like I was I opened up the show notes and it was six pages. It's like, what? It's usually like three. <laughs> Yikes. Um, okay, so I didn't pick up very much, but I did get quite a few things. Um, I got two new Darth Maul paintings um, from local artists to our area. I'm super stoked on one of them. It's gigantic. Um, I also got a couple of Darth Maul figures. One of them has a really wild face. Like this face sculpt is horrendous. One of those unleashed ones. Yeah, the Darth Maul unleashed may be the worst Darth Maul (laughs) face sculpt toy in history. Yeah, very cool figure. Awesome figure. It's so badass. Like I, I do want. Like I want to take it out, but like the box is almost pristine. Like, but but the figure itself is so cool with the swirl of the Mm -hmm. of the power. Like it's just really cool. And then I also ended up with a. I don't know what this one is. Sith training Darth Maul. Yeah. Oh, from the two thousand two Attack of the Clones line. Okay, yeah, I don't know. A guy was like, I have a bunch of stuff I want to sell, and I was like, I'll take all of your Darth Mauls. And so I will that's take how I ended all up. of it. <laughs> he threw we in are. like the the Disney Infinity like figure because I actually don't have that. I have the game, but I don't have that figure. Um, so I picked up those. I also got a friend actually sent me, and I went on a wild goose chase. I was like, Who sent me this? And it was a thank you gift from a friend, friend of mine, but I have a Darth Maul life-size standee now it's dangerous i've got him in thor now what it's in her bedroom um (laughs) motion activated unfortunately 
unfortunately he's still in his cardboard because i don't have anywhere for him right now listen you need to find space for that man you need to let him breathe <laughs> i haven't oh. had time <laughs> At last, we'll have our snack it's <laughs> <laughs> going in the kitchen um he's your chef he's your coach yeah yep um i got charred <laughs> <laughs> he cooked new... filled with rage this is your new cooking show cooking with mall oh my god it would be so much worse than uh gordon ramsay tagline you're gonna hate it <laughs> burn it's charred imagine this is Kenobi's face like <laughs> on today's episode cannoli <laughs> someone please make this a thing <laughs> um, could you just imagine if Sam Witwer did a cooking show and only did it in the Darth Maul voice I would watch it so if incredible. he did it in Bert's voice from Sesame Street. <laughs> yeah, I love Sam. Someone, someone, someone message him right now. Saying, <laughs> hey, Sam, I've got a great idea for you. Hear me out. Um, the last two things I got, I got the entire ColourPop uh, Star Wars makeup collection. It's beautiful. It's sparkly. It's dark. It's fabulous. I love it. Um, and I haven't used any of it. I just like looking at it. Uh, <laughs> And then the last thing I finally got, and it is now built in my living room, and I got my all-time highest score on it, is my Star Wars pinball machine from Arcade 1-Up. Love it. Love and it. it was on the Rebels map, so you know what my favorite is. You dominated those Rebels. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, it's the uh, Grand Inquisitor. Oh, hell. So we're coming over to play pinball. You're more than welcome. It's in my living room. Like we can have Star Wars on in the background while I mean, playing Star Wars pinball. As long as I can spend a considerable amount of time on that giant beanbag thing, I'm good. I mean, we could pull it up. You, I, I can lower the pinball machine. Yeah. <laughs> like it, we raised it up an inch, but we can lower it down. <laughs> just imagine it's like the, the what is it the world of warcraft south park episode where the guys like, yep. leaning back in the chair, like leaning back in the beanbag and it's just like beating the sides to death yeah let's do yeah. it <laughs> all right is that yep. everything you got maury i i think so yes yeah um my list is relatively short as well um i'm trying to figure out a way to focus my collection a little bit because i'm out of room and i just want it to look better <laughs> uh on display so uh, I'm like I've kind of narrowed it down to Poe stuff, which is a lot easier because there's nothing. Uh, a Darth Maul, Vader ish, and a lot of Obi Wan. And now I decided to pump up my Ahsoka stuff. So I got the little golden book. I am a Padawan by Ashley Eckstein. So it's the Ahsoka story. Um, I also got the Ahsoka TVC and the Retro from Mando Season 2. Both of those were in the wild. I shockingly found the entire set, um, or entire series for that set, which was shocking to find in person. Yeah, that's incredible. The Bogotan Retro figure looks so bad. Uh, I didn't buy it because it just doesn't look good, in my opinion. So I, I left I it on the shelf. And it's, uh, it's, nah. <laughs> yeah, they, they just... I know it's supposed to be retro, but they, they just really didn't try, in my opinion. Um, I also got the Ahsoka Funko Pop as well. Oh, look at that face. Uh, from Mando. Um, she is in a defense position. The lightsabers are really cool. They're clear. 
I found random eBay two thirty in the morning. Uh, solo Star Wars story snapback hat. <laughs> it's the classic Solo logo. It's beautiful. Awesome. And I I did buy the Bocatan TVC. <laughs> it, that looked great. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, and I found the Obi Wan TVC from Attack of the Clones on Amazon of all places, and it came in one piece, meant not bent in half. So that was a win win. It also came with Brotherhood, the Brotherhood book, which is. Just fantastic. And if you are one of those folks who really enjoys the thought of Anakin and Padme um, being the mayors of Pound Town, this book is for you. Um, Noted. That book is <laughs> horny on Maine. <It's> horny. <laughs> like I, every other chapter. All right. Okay. It's you, Mar, you would like that. Like, first, oh if, if you like the prequel trilogy, you'll like this book. If you want more Anakin, Obi-Wan, Padme post Attack of the Clones, you'll like this book. Like post Attack of the Clones, but pre-Clone Wars. Um, It's good. Like I want more. Are you a fan of of just down and dirty? In fact, one of my favorite (laughs) series. Um, Yeah, it's really good. Mike Chen did a great job writing it, and I hope he writes more Anakin, Obi-Wan stories. Yes, very good book. Re- highly recommended. All right, highly, Todd. highly. All right. Oh, so obviously, <laughs> obviously, mine's gonna be a little bit loaded because I was at Celebration, which is like the mecca of Star Wars, just stuff. Um, so I did hit up the Star Wars store or the Celebration store the first day. What was that? Brotherhood purchase. Just oh, you. excellent. Welcome to the party. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I did hit up the Celebration store the first day, and I kind of went a little bit crazy. Not too crazy, but a little bit crazy picked up a couple different shirts i got um there's like a dex's diner staff shirt which i love that i got um i got my girlfriend got the um bad feelings club shirt which is just like everybody that's ever said i've got a bad feeling about this <laughs> that's awesome. so someone was like what do you mean bad feelings club and they're like i was like trying to explain it to like someone that saw the shirt on her and they were like just over their head I was like, yeah, no. If you're not a Star Wars fan, you don't you don't get this. You are very disappointed. I'm so angry at you. Um, I did get there was a lot of a lot of Attack of the Clones because this is the 20th anniversary this year, so a lot of Attack of the Clones merch. So I got on top of the Dexas Diner staff shirt. I got two coffee mugs that were Dexas Diner um, inspired, and they look like Waffle House coffee mugs, like those like diner. Yes. So had to get those. I love those so much. Um, I got a Django Fett windbreaker, so it's like it looks like Django Fett's armor, um, and like the little like Beskar um, heart is like a, the zipper. Super cool looking. Had to get that. I got the I don't like sand anti sand towel, <laughs> which is just Anakin, and it says I don't like sand, and it's like um, what's the what was the show that like had the four options? It's not Deal or No Deal. It's um. Uh, oh, uh, how to be a millionaire? No, it was like the one where it was like A, B, C, or D. Uh, Jeopardy. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> yes. No, it, it's um. Who wants to is... be a millionaire? Who wants to be a millionaire? Yeah, that's yeah. I was like, I knew it was something with money. Yeah. Um, but it's like I don't like it's. So the top says I don't like sand. It's a tackle clones Anakin, and then it's like it's cool, it's coarse, it's rough, it's irritating, and then it gets everywhere. Are the the four options? So love that. Had to get that. I got 
a program, um, a couple totes. There was a like glitter Grogu Funko Pop that we got just because it was available when we were there. And I said, YOLO, why not? Though I despise buying Funkos now. And then I saw how much they're going for. And I was like, oh my, <laughs> I, wish this, <laughs> I wish this had survived the air, the, the flight because the box got absolutely destroyed. No. Um, which is fine. I don't care about that stuff. But yeah, I think it was like a $15 pop. And I saw people flipping them for like, 150 to 200 like right outside the store there was a there was which i don't know how they were able to do it but there was like a retailer not a big one like one of the smaller store kind of retailers that was trying to buy funkos from they're like we'll buy your grogu funko for 50 dollars so they could flip it on the floor oh wow because the store <laughs> was that hard to get into um yeah. they did have some leftover of those holographic obi-wan funkos from that was supposed to be celebration 2020 so they put a couple of those out randomly and there was a guy in front of me that was checking out that had one. And like, as he's get like trying to check out like five or six people walked by asking him if he would sell it to them. Wow. Like as he was in line to check out, they're like, how much you want for that? And he's like, no. <laughs> Just Dang. No. So, Wretched hive scum. Villain. That was bad. Well, and when I was there it was like right after the VIPs that were in there. So like, they're all trying to buy as much stuff as they can. And like, there was one guy that was asking like people that didn't have because they did have a limit on the Grogu's that you could buy. So he's asking people that he saw that didn't have one like, hey, can you buy this for me and I'll pay it, make it worth your while. So you could like bypass that. Like, I think it was one or two per person. Jesus. Yeah, it was rough. Like I said, it was it was like a, the scene out of Minban in that store. Um, if you're listening to this and you want a glitter Grogu and you have a glitter, you have a Grogu Funko Pop. Commission me and I'll make it sparkle for you. Put <laughs> <laughs> some glitter dust on that bad boy. Um, what else did I get at Celebration? I got some socks from Stance. Stance had a booth. Um, they had some cool socks, so I had some stock socks to my collection. Um, I did pre-order the Black Series Favro Paz Vizla Laziest. They got you. Exclusive. <laughs> Listen, I have I have Trapper Wolf. I have the Falone or the George Lucas Stormtrooper. I had to complete the trifecta. That was the only justification that I had with it. <laughs> um, now I wanted Deborah Chow, Fennec Shand. <laughs> I want all of them. Just put director's heads on everything. Yeah. Um. So I got that. I got my girlfriend got some some jewelry and some other stuff. Um. Just walking around. What else? I've got a whole bunch of t- new TVC that I've pre-ordered. Slash, I've gotten some. So I got like the Ahsoka. Um, TVC in the no window box. So it's like the Ahsoka Grogu combo pack one. So I got that. I actually got mine because it was a Walmart exclusive. So I got mine beat to hell. Um, and Jeremy hit me up and was like, hey, I've got one that's pretty mint if you want to do a swap because he's an out of box collector. So shout out to Jeremy, Skyward Fun Supply. Just go to <laughs> DSP10, save 10%. I got a notification today of some things I ordered moons ago shipped this morning. For Jeremy, and I am excited. I feel so bad just because of how bad shipping is of trying to get stuff. It's so rough, man. Um, but great guy, and appreciate. So now I've got a mint, which I'm still debating if I want to open it because it is like <laughs> you can't. There's no well, like I want to keep it mint. Like I wanted something that was flat and like I could still put up on the the wall. But the new style of these like combo ones is just like a box. Yeah. So you could technically open it and take the figures out and have them displayed and all that, and the box would still look displayable. Yeah. So we'll see. 
<laughs> it's, it's more more toys more plastic thanks hasbro um so yeah i got a bunch of those um some of the new ones i've got on pre-order what else have i got I'm looking around trying to figure out um went to galaxy's edge while i was at celebration so how I did galaxy's edge by the way dude i never wanted to leave i think i spent more time there than anywhere else like we 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 did Gal- or Disneyland and California Adventure, and like we went to Avengers Campus and all that because that's on the West Coast. And we had done Galaxy's Edge for Star Wars Night, and while we're walking around Avengers Campus, my girlfriend was like, "Yeah, this doesn't this no this is nothing compared to Galaxy's Edge. Like <laughs> Batu wins by yeah. a long shot." Um, so that was an incredible experience. Like Rise of the Resistance is incredible, and the queue is super like interactive and cool and like i didn't mind i think it was an hour wait during star wars night and it went by like that like super quick um smuggler's run was great i got <laughs> i missed out on being a pilot by one person so i was like ah, i'm gonna go cry now Aww. as i go bash the side as a gunner <laughs> how cool was it to see the falcon like a life-size falcon in person dude it was insane i got some great pictures um because like when we did the photo like the disneyland if you do the genie plus it comes with photo pass and they just have a photo pass guy just sitting outside waiting um so i built a lightsaber and all that jazz and and waited until it was dark and had him do some pictures in front of the falcon <laughs> at night awesome. so that was super cool but the things we got, so we did two droids. Um, we built a BB droid, and then that was originally going to be it, where you're just going to do the one droid and call it a day. And then they dropped the C-series droids, so you could build your own chopper if you wanted to. So, of course, we did that, um, because chopper is fantastic. Uh, and speaking then, of the build-a-droid, um, I got mine out today for the first time in like a year. Mm-hmm. And it's because, um, just to give a quick shout-out, uh, I found a group of makers and droid builders on tiktok and we created a discord so now it's just full of people like myself who build things and specifically droids um so shout out to the tiktok droid builders club on discord so if you want to build droids or uh, learn how to build droids join our discord it's awesome like i'm learning things every day that i had no idea like i'm building lola right now from from kenobi um Mm -hmm. Initially, I was just going to print it. It's going to be static, but watching these people, these people in this group, I'm going to add servos. It's, she's going to move. She's going to light All up. Right. She's going to talk. Is she going to fly? Um, <laughs> but with fishing string. Any <laughs> <laughs> brand new technology to make it follow you? I mean, um, I wouldn't put it past this group to, to figure that out. No, those droid builders are insane. They had a whole exhibit at Celebration. Um, for like the the people who did droid builders and i'm sure some of those people are the same same there's overlap between um most likely <laughs> yeah it's it's insane how much a how much money some of these droids cost like i know we were talking to one guy who had like a full full aluminum r2d2 and it was like just like north of 10 grand i think I was yeah, like, that that tracks cool. that makes sense um they build everything like there's a couple of people who build the rat rat catcher droids Oh, nice. Like that talk and move and light up and all that jazz. Uh, there was um, pit droids who are functional. Like, blows my mind. Yeah. I know that's, I think that might be the next thing that we try. And me and my girlfriend, my girlfriend definitely wants to build a, a droid. She wants to build a chopper at some point. So, <laughs> once we have a little more space, have a, have a couple of droids just running around, terrorize the cats. I, I need a Mr. Bones. 
who doesn't <laughs> who doesn't you're gonna uh give him like voice lines and all that stuff just pull stuff from the audiobook i honestly would love to do that and like send a piece of it to greg to have him sign it as snap she got him to sign the foot like uh woody from toy story yes. signed by andy like just have greg like <laughs> greg on the bottom of or just I'm snap or something <laughs> Um, what else did I get? I got built a set lightsaber, so I did savvies, that was super cool. Um, got a holocron, a couple cover crystals. We did the Coke Sprite and the water bottle because they have the fun little Arabesh and thermal detonator. I'm a sucker for marketing, branding, merchandising. I don't care how um, silly it is, I love it. It's in my it's so cool, man. <laughs> it is so cool, and like, and the way they drive the carts around so you have like the person like controlling it but it looks like the droid is driving i was like yes this is everything that i wanted i love when i wear my i have the red uh, coca-cola arabesque shirt from celebration 2019 and every time mm. someone goes what language is that i was like oh arabesque and just walk by and I'm like, oh. and I'm like what <laughs> what is that what's going on um Dude, and the last thing i got was uh I just got this one and I actually built it was the Mando Starfighter, the Naboo Starfighter Lego set. So it's nice. It's long and lengthy, but man, do I love that N1 Naboo Starfighter, which they actually had a cool Mando experience exhibit at Celebration where they had a bunch of screen use props and ships and whatnot. And they had the Starfighter. And I was like, man, this thing is beautiful. Slightly unrelated, did they have the fanboys van there this year? No, no, it was there was oh, I think there was only like three of the road squadron vehicles, like it was pretty minimal. There was, I will, and that was my one complaint about celebration this year is it did seem like they cut back on some of the fan. I know, I think I saw fan booths were pretty ruthless this year as far as like getting approved. Um, and like the, the road squadron, there was only a couple of um. The Belgian prop builders were only able to bring a like I think a few things over because like obviously they do the Star Wars live stage which was this crazy like Navarro setup looked great but because of shipping and they're shipping everything over from Belgium um, <laughs> a little expensive so they only were able to do the one big set um, so it wasn't that was the one drawback compared to Chicago is it was it didn't have quite as many things. Um, but the the floor was still pretty packed full of vendors and all that jazz. So, and, and with that regard, it felt pretty normal. Nice. The mask mask enforcement was atrocious, but that's uh, uh, judging yeah. by all the things I'm seeing on Twitter now. Yeah. Um, ramifications. <laughs> luckily, I'm still like I kept mine on for the most part, and luckily I I haven't tested negative or I've tested negative. So, you are one of two people of the fifth. Team that I knew was there who have not tested positive. Yeah, well, and that's I mean, again, I I did have like a sore throat at one point during the con, and I was like, mm-hmm. it was either con crud exhaustion or COVID, but I didn't have any tests until I got back home. So when I tested at home, everything was negative. So who knows? That is kind of the drawback, obviously, to being in large gatherings, and when you don't have everybody playing by the the rules, then you can only do so much. So. Still great though. Hopefully, next one will be a little less of a chaotic world, and we'll be able to enjoy <laughs> things a little more without having to worry about getting sick. Um, before we move on to toy news, 
I forgot one thing. Uh, I went to AwesomeCon uh, this weekend here in DC. Uh, Star Wars stuff was limited to to say it kindly. It was almost nothing Star Wars. Uh, it was kind I, of frustrating. I went on Sunday and was just devastated at how little Star Wars there was. Yeah, it was pretty heavy on Funkos and anime this year. Yep. Um, yeah. Real heavy feel, on anime. I feel like AwesomeCon is just becoming FunkoCon because every other vendor is a Funko vendor. Yeah, it started out as like a legit true Comic-Con um, and then has just turned into pop, it's pop culture. Con. It's what sells. It's what casual yes. people want. Mm-hmm. So I, I get it. I want my comics and toys. I'll go to Baltimore Comic-Con because that's yep. legit comics and toys. Um, but I got one thing and one thing only. I got a Force Awakens print that has Poe, Ray, and uh, Finn on it. And it's by artist Adriana Mello. Um, you find her on Instagram. At, her name is Adriana Mello with a zero instead of an O. Um, incredible. She was super nice. She signed it for me. Um, so go check her out. She is her. The latest post is um, she drew Ahsoka on a Shattered Empire blank cover, and it's killer. So. Just want to give her a shout out. She was crazy nice. All right, so news, toy news. Um, I did see Yakface posted that there are currently eighty-eight Star Wars figures that are on pre-order right now, um, total that are available to be pre-ordered, which is bananas. It's sad, <laughs> like. That's that's crazy. That's crazy. It's crazy. So I tell you. But they announced more. <laughs> um, so to start off, um, Kenobi, new Kenobi, which I pre-ordered, of course, because I have a Kenobi collection. But they announced a second Kenobi, the Tibet on Station, which is the blue um, getup that he wears. Um, we'll also be ordering that. They got me. It's a unfortunately it's a target exclusive, so maybe I'll get it, maybe I won't. Who knows? Um, they also announced another Darth Vader, but this time it's from Kenobi, which the suit does have some subtle changes. Um, we'll talk about this when we get to the Kenobi episodes, but the chest box going into his actual body scene was hard to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, even the helmet too. Like the helmet seems like it's almost like a little more squished. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Well, I mean, Palpatine designed it to make him suffer because the suffering made him more powerful. Yeah. He's just getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, he's like, oh, this kid. Um, there was a Ralph McQuarrie concept, the first ever Black Series 2-pack they announced, and this is of Obi-Wan, bald Obi-Wan, bald old man Obi-Wan, and Darth Vader. Um, very cool concept. Love the fact that it's a two-pack. It's a Disney Parks and Shop Disney exclusive. It's not for me. I won't be getting this one. I don't think it looks particularly good. No. Um, And then they just, the Kenobi uh, craze, the Grand Inquisitor, the fourth sister, the fifth brother. uh, All three of these look like legit miniature versions of the characters from the show. The sculpts, the designs, perfect. Uh, Perfect. Perfect, 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 perfect. perfect. Um, and for Mari, they announced a Clone Wars, and, sh- and they showed it. Season 7, Darth Maul. Looks okay. Incredible. Yeah, I'll buy it. Looks incredible. This Alo Secure, I feel like we've been talking about for uh, the last six years of our three-year podcast. Um, Leia's Boosh Archive, Tarkin Archive, 
The Force Awakens Han archive, which I thought was an interesting choice. You probably still find the Black Series at five below. Uh, in the Chewy archive, we're getting a season two Magistrate Grief Karga, which looks awesome. And and then I missed this altogether. I don't know when they announced this, but the ar artillery stormtrooper helmet, Black Series helmet. So this is the um, TK trooper with the yellow. Um, he was the in the Mandalorian. Yeah, it's in season two during yeah. the um, during the Boba Fett yep. badass episode. So. I mean, they could just keep releasing this helmet over and over again, and it's not going to bother me. It's the fourth uh, North Black Series Stormtrooper helmet because they have so the, the Shadow the Trooper, Shadow regular, the Coruscant. Oh, I forgot about the Coruscant. Uh, yeah, the Coruscant. The, and then this one. This one, and then the Flame Trooper. Uh, yeah, so yeah, five. They'll, you know they're going to do it again. Like They're going to put another <laughs> one. Another one. <laughs> All right, so TVCs. Uh, shocked that they did this so they announced the new jedi fallen order game jedi survivor they announced the three pack the jedi uh tbc three pack so the riot scout trooper a magna guard and a kx security droid which is the same as k2 uh k2so from rogue one the dark trooper with the charging locker and light piping around the eyes this is the plasticless box this one, I think, is a really good option for the plastic look box. box. It looks really good, and I think it just makes sense because it, it's in, it's confined. It's just perfect. I may or may not have pre-ordered a few. I'm going to have a little army of them, and they have, like, each one can go in their little charging block, and yeah, it's going to be great. <laughs> um, they also announced the Hoth Rebels 4-pack. They're really on these troop building things right now. Um, which is what people have been asking for. So they're giving people what they want, right? Which means that the Snow Trooper 4 pack is probably coming next. Yes, 100%. Uh, and then Obi Wan from ep episode one and two of Kenobi, the uh, TBC, ordered it. Looks killer. Comes with a tiny Lola, so I had to get it. And then some retro collection. They're doing another, the prototype edition. This time it's the Luke Skywalker and his X Wing slash Snow Speeder from Hoth. Um, these aren't. I don't care for these. I don't know. I know. Todd, I think Todd gets them. Not this one. I get them no. sporadically. The I think the only ones I have is the um, Boba. Uh, Boba. I think yeah, just Boba. Yeah, they're cool. They're just not for my collection. <laughs> uh, Funko Pop, shockingly quiet over celebration. Um, they announced two Rivas. One is just like a regular standing still the second one is a walmart exclusive dual lightsaber like her both blades are out for a funko pop it looks just like her like it's killer like i might actually try to find this one uh at a walmart that doesn't exist in dc <laughs> we have so many walmarts what are you talking about uh and then lastly from funko is it haja estri yeah so he's the quote-unquote jedi from kenobi who is phenomenal. Like he does such a good job of being like what he was doing, the fake. Okay. Well, we'll get into that later, yeah. <laughs> but the Funko looks really, really good. Um, so that's two Obi-Wan, uh, series Funko pops that look great. Speaking of which has lab is back. They're going to try it again. I think they might have a, just as tough road ahead of them as the Rancor did. Maybe more so with a new character. 
but they are doing Riva's double bladed Inquisitor lightsaber. Um, five hundred bucks. There are no tiers to unlock. This is what you're getting. This is what we're getting. And the last I checked, there's forty, no, no, thirty-seven days left. I want to say and twenty percent funded. I think yeah, twenty percent. Not it's like it's, 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 it's got five thousand backers. Yeah, it's got a ways to go. It could get there, but that's it's a that's a big ask. I think it's a great concept. I don't think it's five hundred dollars. I was gonna say if it wasn't five hundred dollars, like I might this might be the first like HasLab thing that I'd actually be interested in getting you, into. You could get the two mall legacy sabers for less. Yeah. And I mean, I, I don't know. I don't, I don't feel like a HasLab should be almost, 200, almost like $150 more expensive than the... just because it's a HasLab. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I don't know. When I, when I saw the price, I was shocked. I was I expected it to be like 300, 350. That's about what I'd be comfortable like spending. Like I would not want to be blowing $500 on that. Yeah, that's that's a lot. They got a ways to go. And and you have to think if this HasLab fails again two times in a row, well, they probably just stopped doing it, right? For anything Black Series, yeah. I mean, TVC is always, I think, going to be a easy bet for them when it comes to HasLab, but... I don't know. I feel like the pricing is just so out of whack with some of these larger Star Wars Hasbro products. Like the even the Boba Fett's throne room, I feel like is overpriced for what it is. Yeah, that's at three something. I mean, again, this looks great. Like it looks phenomenal. Um, too much. Yeah, <laughs> it's too too much. Uh, speaking of too much, we're on the Legos. <laughs> <laughs> I have like the two other kits that I bought for Star Wars Day, like still in their boxes on on my shelf because I'm like, I don't know where I'm going to put them. <laughs> I've got to the point where I'm starting to like move things around like I have run into a serious space issue and don't know where to put any of this stuff. I don't know where I'm going to put Darth Vader's meditation chamber, but it's right next to me on my desk. Yeah. Put it next to your bed. That way, when you go to sleep, you'll have Vader sleeping oh next to you. Oh my gosh. That's so cute, actually. Speaking of cute, they announced <laughs> BD1 and it's quite large. It's 1,062 pieces. It's posable. The legs move. The head tilts. You name it. It's got a tray to hold stuff, you know? It could be <laughs> bedside table. Like, this could be your bedside table. <laughs> uh, it comes with a data plaque and a minifigure of BD1. <laughs> oh uh, this will be in stores this year somehow. Funko and Lego did laugh in the face of everybody else and get things out like at a normal pace. Um, August 22nd, August 2022 is when it will be out. It's only a hundred dollars. Right? That can't be right. On Target, you can pre-order it right now for a hundred dollars. Oh, I guess that is right. Yeah. You guys hear that sound? That's Todd pre-ordering. Stop. I'm out of space. <laughs> <laughs> I need a bigger apartment. I just like moved just, to a bigger place and now I've reached it. another space issue where I'm like, ah god. Damn this place it. only has five bedrooms. <laughs> I need a mansion. <laughs> One for every single Star Wars era. 
Todd, why is there a U-Haul out front? Don't worry about it. <laughs> um, Andor Lego set didn't not see this coming. Um, they announced an Andor Lego set. Like I had to look at this three or four times to see if it was fake, like if it was fan made or something, but tis not. It's called the Ambush on Ferrex. Uh, it's inspired by the Disney Plus series. Uh, comes with many figures of Cassian, his companion Luthen Rail Rail, and Inspector Cyril Karn, as well as Karn's mobile tack pod and the speeder bike. Wow, this is going to be Target exclusive, Target and Lego exclusive. I'm sorry, and again, August 2022. Mm. We're getting product the same time the series comes out. What what is going on? That one's only like seventy dollars. Oh wow, that's the sound of Mari pre-ordering something. <laughs> no, don't put that on me, Todd. Don't put it on me. Put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't put that on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> that on me um and lastly from lego another advent calendar so they announced they're going to do that again um they only revealed one piece from it which is a summer fun i'm going to say this again summer fun darth vader (laughs) he's in a tank top a tropical tank top summer fun darth vader (laughs) i can't really get over that i feel like a darth vader (laughs) in a tank top is a horrible combination considering the man has not seen the sun in years i mean we'll talk about about kenobi but my man is pasty white and crispy yeah (laughs) he mad though yeah um random inserting here we're getting a new Star Wars Monopoly gang. I know we've all been waiting for this one. <laughs> it's Always. been three or four months since they announced the new Star Wars Monopoly. <laughs> um, they re- they put all new characters or new pieces in. They're pewter. So, friend of the store, kids. Um, and I spoke of her earlier. L0LA59, a.k.a. Lola, the little Princess Leia's droid from Kenobi, is available now. Um, 90 bucks full animatronic. That's not so bad at all. Her, her wings move, the body moves, lights up, she talks. Worth every penny, in my opinion. And there's also a static version, which I think is 40, that light, lights up and then maybe has a voice component. And then lastly, Lightsaber Forge is back. Kind of confusing on this one. There's the Darth Vader, which makes perfect sense. It's Darth Vader on the box. It's Darth Vader's saber, and you can put it together. Perfect. The other one has Kenobi on the box, but it is like a combination of Obi-Wan's first Padawan saber with Selangeo's lightsaber from High Republic, but it's silver. <laughs> so it makes no sense whatsoever. Uh, it's a pure money grab, and. It's the forge and lightsaber forge. <laughs> it is what it is. Actually, the lightsaber forgery. We'll cut that out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm gonna go cry now. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna lead us into before we get to our main topic. We have one quick new segment called the sacred text. So this segment is going to be comic book news. And right now from Celebration, since that's the new hotness, they announced one new book that I can remember that's not High Republic related. 
well it is and it isn't um star wars yoda it's going to be a 10 issue mini series set moments before luke's arrival on dagobah so we're probably going to see yoda like in a lawn chair with his feet up then he sees the <laughs> waxman come down and oh shit <laughs> it's like not again a little God drink damn, with these skywalkers are everywhere <laughs> Um, and he's going to be on day as he reflects on his life and regrets. It's going to be told in three arcs, and the creative team is pretty stacked for this. Um, New York Times bestseller, Kevin Scott, so you know our feelings are going to get hurt. And artist Nico Leon. In a story, their arc's going to be set during the High Republic, which makes perfect sense. Arc two is going to be Jody Hauser, who's coming on strong in the Star Wars, and you've got to love that because she's super talented. With artist Alessandro Miracolo. Sorry if I butchered that. And then writer Mark, best name in comics, Guggenheim. Uh, and artist Luke Ross will follow those stories. And those are going to be set just before the prequel trilogy. And then the third arc is going to be Kevin coming back to hurt us some more. Um, Phil Noto is going to be doing the covers. He crushes everything he does, uh, Star Wars related. And this begins in October. So go to Comic Logic in Ashburn, Virginia, and order it. I can't wait for the Yoda Yaddle love story that where you've all been dying for in this comic. <laughs> all right. Well, I guess now we can finally get into Kenobi Gang. Let's let's hop into it. Should we hop into it, or should we order sixty six into it? God. <laughs> I mean, I knew it was coming, but I didn't think it was going to be in the first like five seconds. It's funny because we talked about it in episode 66. Like, do you think that they're going to order 66 us again? And like, sh- like, as soon as it started, I was like, man, Todd talked about this. Like, oh, I'm so <laughs> mad. <laughs> it goes so mad. So hurt. The screen. Order 66. <laughs> <laughs> Just a big middle finger across the screen. It's like, you know right, what's coming. Right out the gate. Here they come. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. Gut punch. As soon as it starts. Like, fuck them kids. Baloney uh, <laughs> style. Uh, um, <laughs> Really cool sequence at the beginning there with the with yeah. the Jedi. I don't remember her name, um, but the live action clone troopers. Been waiting my whole life for that. Yes. Um, really awesome sword work, like unbelievable. I love the camera. There, just like the frantic yeah. nature of it, like just everything yeah, going it was, south, and then it pans out, and you've got just the organized destruction of Order sixty six. Yeah. Uh, and then you hear Palpatine over the like, intercom just constantly saying Order 66 over and over again. You know, that guy's a, he's a dick. Um, when do you think it like, stopped rolling the Order 66? Like, Do you think it was just like for like an extended period of time, it was just Palpatine saying like execute Order 66 on a loop? <laughs> well, it had to be like at least a couple hours, right? Because it stopped yeah. when Yoda and Kenobi came back. Yeah. It was... That's, immediately just kick you right in the face and then we get to see the monotony that is ben's life on tatooine that was not boba fett it was not a clone right it was just some bald old guy on the train with him oh yeah, seen no, people just, oh yeah yeah, yeah, yeah people yeah. i feel like anytime someone says like a scarred weathered bald man they're like that's tem yeah, eventually like, they like pan around and you can see that it's it's just some random dude yeah, like I, I feel like I was taking crazy pills. 
I know. At first I thought it, but, and then, but then like a, like a few minutes later, like they do a similar scene and they, and they turn around and it's like, it's not, it's not. (laughs) Yeah. Episode one. Very good. What'd you guys think? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was a great start to the series. I do love, um, is it the, is it Teak is the Jawa? Oh Yeah. His little Jawa that steals from him and then resells to him. <laughs> and he's like, gonna... I know what you're doing. You're not slick. <laughs> if you're going to steal like... and resell me my own parts, at least do me a favor and clean them or whatever. And the did. cleaning costs extra. <laughs> yeah, he like waits up and he's like, cleaning's extra. <laughs> <laughs> Loved it. I love when they give just because Jawas have such big personalities, I feel like yeah. and every time we see them and like actually getting because have we ever really gotten subtitles with Jawas before? I don't think so. I maybe? think it's just a lot. I can't. I can't remember if we've ever gotten Jawa subtitles or not. Like maybe in Mando, it was like when they did the. Egg oh, episode. Mando we did, yeah, Mando yeah. Yeah, with the uh, Stuka and all that jazz. Yeah, but, yeah, I love them. They're just such expressive little crazy buggers. I would make I mine make noise, but the thing broke within a day. Oh, beautiful! Build a bear. Oh, Perfect. we come. We coming for you, build a bear. <laughs> Uh, Ben straight up lives in a cave. I love it. Like it's just aesthetically lovely. The like droid uh, system he has to so see if is anybody's in there or not. Mm-hmm. Brilliant. Good to have um, Bale back. Jimmy Smith really is such neat. a good actor. Yeah. Like we could all agree that little Leia is awesome. Perfect. Oh my god, yeah. I. Had- Adore her. Um, I think she's doing so well. I do love that we're getting like some more like <laughs> images or like a different view of Alderaan and kind of like actually seeing the beauty of the planet, yeah. knowing that it's all going to get blown to tiny little particles. Maybe it won't. Maybe it won't. Maybe if I just skip episode four, Alderaan <laughs> will be fine forever. It'll live in a in a bubble. It'll be okay. It's like every time I watch episode three, I'm like, maybe Anakin will do the right thing. No, you, come back. Well, you just stop it right as um Palpatine's about to, or as uh, yeah. Wendy's about to arrest Palpatine. He's like, and they all lived happily ever after, and they ended just like that. It's amazing. The whole galaxy just came together. The war was over. Palpatine was thrown in jail. Happy ending. Kumbaya, everybody. True Disney ending. There's flowers through the scrolling uh credits. There's swirls. singing animals. Yeah, I mean. If it's a Disney ending, Padme still dies. <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that on me. Don't put that hate they, on me. They kill all the mothers. Um, yeah. Episode so one, though. Was... Oh, go ahead. Don't say shout out to Flea from Red Hot Chili Peppers, who continues to get jobs in acting. He was, a, he? I guess, a bounty hunter? He was one a bounty of hunter, that kid. The main guy who took Leia. Oh, okay. Also, oh. Yeah. Point. You just proved a very good point for me. Uh, Mari for my some friends who were casuals, like everyone knows who Flea is. I was like, I think you're going to be surprised that people aren't going to realize who that is. Nope. When they were chasing her, I think I hope that was meant to be campy. Uh, that was mine and my boyfriend's least favorite scene of almost any like Star Wars show that we have watched. Like it was terrible. Yeah, it was hard. It was hard to watch. Um, yeah. I just feel like they're struggling with chase scenes because they like the the chase scene in Book of Boba felt really slow. Yeah, so I don't know if it's just like 
filming chase scenes in the volume because i'm assuming that was probably filmed in the volume it just might be hard to get the camera angles and everything to just look if they recorded that chase scene in the volume i will be really disappointed like you can go anywhere and find a forest to chase someone through yeah but if you go anywhere then you potentially spoil because you know people (laughs) camp out looking for star wars filming locations but if you're gonna keep screwing up chase scenes you'll you need to figure something else out because that would do it was very cringy watching that it didn't bug me that much. Like, it definitely was not great as a chase scene, but I was also like, all right, whatever. Like, I mean, eventually I quit. Like, yeah. I, it, like whatever. But like, the first watch, I was fine. Like, it was over. I moved on. The second, third time I watched it. <laughs> no, like, this, Ooh, this is this is a little slower than I like. Yeah, <laughs> a, little, a little too campy. Uh, for the people who love Legends, when she was up in the tree naming the ships going up, that was some deep cuts. There's a um, lot of deep cuts in the show. About I feel like very certain pirates. That one tri-wing ship is from Legends. Um, the mom, I can never remember her name. She mentioned a very Legend-specific character. I'm blanking on all their names, of course, because you know I'm a professional uh, podcaster. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but some deep cuts if you're a Legends fan. Uh, there you go. <laughs> I feel like isn't Deborah Chow? Hasn't she said in interviews that she's like a big like legends like read a bunch of star wars in the 90s i mean i would make sense because that was obviously there was the the dark times when there wasn't really any new star wars content and i'm assuming that's when a lot of these directors were kind of coming into their own so yeah she's crushing it Uh, i think she's doing great uh love i love reva Uh, i love the fifth brother the grand inquisitor didn't bother me at all like the way head shaped um oh rupert friend so funny story about rupert friend so my girlfriend is a huge fan of anatomy of a scandal and he's in that uh, and and uh, we were watching that and i was like oh it's rupert friend she's like how do you know who rupert friend is i was like oh he's playing the grand inquisitor <laughs> she's like what <laughs> so when we were um at celebration waiting and um like you and hayden walked out and then moses and rupert walked out she's like oh my god it's rupert friend i was like but but you and hayden like <laughs> it's, it's daddy Juan kenobi like hayden saying this is where the fun begins i blacked out i don't know where i am right now <laughs> we're looking at six otters um, <laughs> we're gonna see otters six of them uh i think uh, I, I love that scene in the the bar where he talks about the key to hunting jedi when he basically play by plays what the jedi in there's doing like yeah. they're, just, they're just no at this point. And the fact that they're not supposed to hunt Kenobi is really cool. And then Reva's absolute refusal. Do you guys think that was Reva as a young pre-Padawan in the beginning of the show? Oh, absolutely. I don't I think, think they would have focused high, so much on yeah. it if, if it was just some random unknown Padawan. High, high probability that that's her. Yeah. Well, and they've like kind of emphasized like her, like where she comes comes from, and how she's not really a tr- like one of the inquisitors, like, like basically she, how she's yeah. an outsider. She's just a weak, the weakest. weak link. Yeah. yeah. Um, spo- heavy spoilers. So if you have, I, I don't know why you're still listening right now. If you <laughs> we want them at the beginning of the show, if they're still here, then this is their own fault. 
Um, do you think the Grand Inquisitor is dead? I read two, something. Do you think that if he is dead, do you think Vader will still do with him what he did in the Vader comics? Which, if you don't know, is he basically entrapped him, his soul, in a Jedi trap, essentially. So he has to live, quote-unquote, forever in this isolation and attack Jedi if they come for artifacts. Oh, I, I don't think... That. I mean, he can't be dead-dead because he's in Rebels, unless it's like... So... They, they make it out as he's a different Inquisitor, but... What I read... I actually read something, and I think it was from Deborah Chow. Cho? Am I saying Chow. it? Chow. Yeah, okay. Chow. Um, and like I can't, I think it was her saying we would never break from canon. Mm -hmm. So yeah, well, and I think that was in response to everyone's like, oh, they killed, like they're breaking canon, and yeah, like, no, 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 like yeah. we're, that's what the whole Lucasfilm story group's for. <laughs> <laughs> we literally have a whole canon group, like we're not gonna break canon. <laughs> What if they bring in another Grand Inquisitor to the, the new role um, and it's one who looks exactly like the one from Rebels? I'd that's be happy. what that's what I'm like that. If they do decide to go down that route, that is how I could see them doing it, especially since like the title Grand Inquisitor was kind of like it's a job. Yeah, like almost like it's a job title, like when Reva is talking. And I guess we'll get into this when we talk about that episode. But like when Reva's talking about how the Kenobi will pay for the death of the Grand Inquisitor and Vader's like oh I know what you really want like yeah you don't care about him you want to be the Grand Inquisitor so the fact that it's used like a job title makes me think that if they do decide to keep that Grand Inquisitor dead then the one we see in Rebels that's voiced by Jason Isaacs is going to be kind of a completely different Grand Inquisitor I just feel like it would be highly unlikely for an alien of the same type to just suddenly be like, up, oh, he's also really powerful, and now he's the Grand Inquisitor. It like, would be it would be a pretty big like bait and switch that they would do. Yeah, um, I think kind of incredible. Would, it like it that. would be pretty funny because it would basically it's like a troll job of the entire Star Wars <laughs> fandom, which is always funny when that happens. That'd be I got you. Like, ha ha, you guys all thought that he was the Grand Inquisitor, but he's not. He's the other Grand Inquisitor. That it's just almost like you should think... watch the whole story. Yeah, it just made me think, like, what if that was the decoy? Like, he's not the real Grand Inquisitor, the one that died. Like, he he was just sent in for people to, like, what the heck do they call it? Like a doppelganger, essentially. Oh, like a body decoy. double. Body double, yeah. yeah like that. What if it was hey, that? I did it a lot. A lot. I'm here for it. I'm here for it. It could be cool though if they do, because he does have that that line in Rebels when he does die. Spoilers for Rebels, um, where he's like, "Some things are worse than death," and like, mm -hmm. and then it kind of goes into Vader. And I know BP, I think you were kind of hinting at this, but if they do in the comics, they've got sort of one way that it's portrayed. But if it is sort of a like dark science, like the emperor kind of doing his weird science experiments kind of thing um, and figures out a way to like bring the grand inquisitor back to life. And that's the, the grand inquisitor that we see in rebels too. He uses that quote in the comic too. Mm -hmm. Yeah. They really put a lot of emphasis and they've, they're not afraid to pull from the comics in, in this series. So was it episode one where we meet um, the fake Jedi? 
Because no, episode, episode two. two. No, it's two. Episode two. Um, because they went, they go to um. Oh, what's the name of that planet? I know the Japanese employee. T- uh, Tibidon. No, not yeah. Tibidon. It's, no, um, no. Um, oh God, the Hong Kong equivalent. Yeah, that's right. That's I, I keep wanting to say yeah. Kajimi, but I'm like, it's not Kajimi. <laughs> what is the name of that planet? It's really cool, though. I really dig the um, the design of it. Yeah. Uh, before we go on to episode two, I'd like to give a shout out to Uncle Owen. Um, no fucks given in the face of danger. Uh, Savagery. <laughs> he had a lightsaber to his throat. Running uh, his family. His He's like, whatever, dude. I live with two sons literally above me all the time. <laughs> Hot, covered in sand. Do it. <laughs> I ain't got time it's for everywhere. this. Yeah, just do it's it. Ir- um, <laughs> can we talk about how Joel Edgerton, like, the? that's another case. Like, obviously, we had. Um, Ian McDermott cast as Palpatine and then that working out for the prequels. We talked about Joel Edgerton getting like cast as young Uncle Owen and then him turning into the actor that he is and getting him now. It's like this is the this is such a treat. Yeah. Yeah. It's like like a circle. (laughs) Like poetry. It rhymes. Also, Dayu is the name of the planet. Oh, there you go. See, I I knew we'd get it. I got it was driving all, me nuts. I, got I had to all Google my it. references mixed up. Like, what planet is this? Yeah, that planet is super cool. Well, that's episode two, so we can it? always dive into that if you want to move over to the second part two. Yeah, yeah. so um, I think the biggest question out of part two is who is feeding Obi-Wan's EOP while he's off planet? That's what I listen. I was just thinking the exact same thing the other day. <laughs> Is he okay? Is he safe? <laughs> it's like the scene from Revenge of the Sith where Vader is like, where's Padme? Is she safe? Is she all right? Yeah. Where's the EOP? Is he safe? Yeah. He I feel she? like he shows so much care for it. Like, he's got somebody. It's he's actually Uncle Owen. It. Yeah. It's like... Jawa. <laughs> Owen just... <laughs> yeah. And when he comes back, he's going to have to buy. He's, gonna buy <laughs> <laughs> he's got his harness and saddle. Like... <laughs> yeah. I looted these earlier. Uh-huh. I, I, I found them from a very reputable Jedi. <laughs> and he buys a piece of a razor crest later. <laughs> so I'm telling you, man, man is coming, making an appearance in one of these. Oh my it's coming. God. Uh, so what happened in episode two? Um, Leia's Leia. taken. Yep. Right? Mm-hmm. So Obi-Wan gets guilted, really, by Bale, who comes to Tatooine somehow. And doesn't get seen and ends up in Obi-Wan's, sorry, Ben's cave. And Obi-Wan goes off for Leia. Really cool things happen, like visually. Yeah. Another very similar thing to the chase scene with Leia in the first episode. Reva taking four days to get across the rooftops and doing some really unnecessary parkour. Really. Um, shockingly slow for a four season but looked cool as shit yeah it looked cool it said parkour hardcore yeah um i wonder if i wonder if in her head moses is yelling parkour every time she's doing one of the flippies if it's her or her stunt double people in the back are going michael no stop parkour parkour um moses is from baltimore isn't she i feel like i think so yeah i read that somewhere that she's she's a baltimore I was like, yes, represent. It's really cool to see 
Obi-Wan go from Ben to Obi-Wan towards the end from the beginning episode, Ben to the end being Obi-Wan. Uh, him using a blaster like that's huge right yeah like, it's on the surface it, it doesn't feel like it but in reality like he doesn't use those and now he's doing it and he was doing it because he had shut himself off from the force right mm. right and that's found. that was such a complaint from from a lot of people is like why can't he just automatic it's been 10 years people and he had to like, completely shut himself off yeah someone would have found him like he had to sever every possible connection in order to Right. Stay off the off the radar. Yeah. Okay, so when, when I was asked by some casual friends, why was it so hard for him to catch her with the force? Dude hasn't like think about like any skill you have. You go ten years without doing it, you're not gonna be all pro the second you try to do it again. They spend mm -hmm. years training on how to be able to do those things. Like think about how hard it was for Luke to lift that X-wing. Like he had never done it. To be out of practice for 10 years, like. <sighs> to me, it shows how powerful he is in the force yes. to be able to access it that quickly. Yep. Well, and he still had some connection to the force, obviously, because he's trying to communicate with Qui-Gon and, and he's yeah. trying to figure out that part of the force. But his actual abilities to use the force have definitely diminished. So it's. It's almost like muscle memory. It's like, all right, let's open up those floodgates and let's yeah. get, let's get those force powers moving again. <laughs> uh, I did cry a little bit uh, when little Leia asked if he was her father, her real father. Oh, in episode three, three, yeah. yeah. Um, because the the little Leia actress in real life, her name and my daughter's name are basically the same. They're just pronounced slightly differently, and that they're like the same age. <laughs> so when it happened, I was like. Like, I hate the show, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it so much. I I thought in episode two this was hilarious, and I didn't find out this until um afterwards. But the fact that they had Ewan McGregor's daughter is the one that was trying to sell yeah. him drugs. Drugs, like, yes. I think Maul was fire though. <laughs> oh, it was so good. I was like, this feels Star Wars. Like this is yes. this this yeah. this this track. Like the the mod crew from um. Book of Boba, like they would have fit, they'd fit perfectly in the yep. value. Oh, yeah. yeah. I like I when she said, I was somebody's daughter too. I was like, yeah. <laughs> I wonder whose daughter you could be. <laughs> Dad? <laughs> um, under, un, unrelated, I watched a couple um, folks on TikTok who were talking about the episode, and this same content creator kept referring to Ewan McGregor as Ewan. Um, I know he says Ewan as a joke every now and then. Like I've seen interviews yeah. where he's like, "I'm Ewan McGregor." I'm like, "Hi, Ewan." Uh, it always makes me think of that scene from one of the Avengers movies where uh, Paul Bettany's taking off the Vision's makeup and stuff, and the uh, prosthetic stuff, and he takes it off, and he's like really relieved, and someone in the background goes, "Holy shit, it's Ewan McGregor." <laughs> 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 it's fucking obi-wan kenobi <laughs> all right so episode two we meet what, what was it i already forget his name let me look <laughs> his name the fake jedi was haja estri estri yeah. um camille nagiani yep who was phenomenal on the hbo show that i cannot remember the name of silicon valley yeah Money's I wanted to got... punch him in the face so bad, though. He's got a punchable face. Let's be honest. He really does. Like, anytime I see him in something, I'm like... Eternals. Like, yeah. Eternals is the yep. other one he's in, yeah. 
Yeah. He's yeah. he's I'd like really getting into the he's on the Disney Disney yeah. Express now. <laughs> he's gotten so his body transformation from oh. Silicon Valley to this is crazy. He doesn't look like the same person. He went from computer nerd to jacked hunk. The the scene where he's got the couple of the mom and the child and he's using the fake Jedi mind trick oh. thing and he's like struggling and Ewan's in the background and his face is like this bitch. <laughs> you should make that a TikTok where it's just yeah. it's that scene and you put this yep. bitch right over yep. it. <laughs> uh but he was great, honestly. And he his arc was so fast. Like he yeah. went from this like scummy money grubbing like he what did he say? I did help them. They're just slightly more poor. Yeah. <laughs> Their pocketbooks are just a little less empty. Yeah. And then by the end of the episode, he's like full on helping Ewan. <laughs> helping Obi-Wan. Because he actually is like helping people. Like he is yeah. a good guy. It's just. He's just taking his cut. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. And you can make more as a Jedi. I mean, come on. You got to do what you got to do on Danage or, or whatever it's called. I already forget. I <laughs> I love the the dynamic that we're getting with all the inquisitors and it's kind of the infighting and the like I don't I don't feel like we've really seen that in because Rebel is it, I don't feel like we really got that sort of infighting with all of them. Um, it's and almost very like, much from the books and the comics showing yeah. Sith is not the right term, but for purposes of this conversation, Sith people just trying to constantly one up each other yeah. to be the man, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, sort they of are really good for it. <laughs> The fifth brother and Reva, not fans of each other. No. Shout out to Han, though, Fast and Furious. If he eats one thing, like a bag of chips, I'm going to lose it. <laughs> <laughs> he looks great, though. They, they did such a good job on all of the um, Inquisitors. Inquisitors? <laughs> yeah. They look really good. And the sister, I can't remember the number. Is it the fourth sister, I think? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Her, her, her design. I don't know if we've ever seen her alien before, but it looks awesome. I don't know what it is. I can't like that's as much detail as I can give you. <laughs> it almost seems like it's like a Twi'lek, but not a Twi'lek. Yeah. yeah there's, there's like four or five of them, isn't there? Like yeah. she's like yeah. tentacles. She's like reverse Davy Jones. Is, is she the same thing? species that um, Barris is? Starts with an M, like the Muraluk or something like that. Maybe it's Barris Offy. (laughs) It's actually Barris. It's it's Barris. I knew it. I knew it. Dave, you ain't fooling me this time. Let me tell you the hard times, maybe. But yeah, episode. I mean, the first two episodes and the fact that they came out together is like they work so well together that. This whole series, like, yeah, this is going to be one of those things you sit down and you just watch it start to finish and it's all going to flow beautifully. And I I love every second of it. But to wrap up episode two, Obi-Wan finds Leia, uh, extracts her. I love that he uses the spice to get away from the initial bad guys. And they're high as an absolute kite, like probably for the rest of their lives. So that much spice if they didn't die. Um, one of them did didn't uh the grand inquisitor kill flea's character yeah yeah <laughs> so technically he was high the rest of his life yeah yep died dead drugs um, 
what, did anything else happen of note in that episode? Yeah, uh, the, the bounty hunter chase and then the the big reveal at the end. Yeah, well, Reva going for it um, <laughs> with the Inquisitor. Uh, the Grand Inquisitor, sorry. Uh, they get away, Obi-Wan and Leia, on that automated transport ship, which I thought was an interesting. Good idea. Yeah. But it's going exactly where conveniently <laughs> and then we get to episode three we have the big reveal in two too that um oh anakin is still alive the, yeah. because i guess we never really and i i don't know why we never thought about it but the fact that kenobi never knew that anakin slash vader was still alive i wonder if he even knew of vader that's what i'm wondering because the whole idea of like he would know who Lord Vader is because Vader is um, like Anakin was Lord Vader when he goes to confront him and um, Mustafar. So it, it, it is an interesting, like, did he just not, is, is Vader just been super in the shadows? Like not really super well known. Yes. Cause he didn't come anywhere near Tatooine for maybe, or like just news maybe that Kenobi heard like, he knew of the Inquisitors, obviously, because he knew to kind of lie low and hide. So I'm assuming he knew of the Inquisitors and the, the fact that they were chasing him and whatnot. I guess they could have just people could have stories could have referred to him as the Emperor's Enforcer. Yeah, or something like a, a mysterious yeah. brute force Black of the Emperor. Bad. Yeah. Obi-Wan wouldn't know that A, Anakin survived or B, that Vader was basically a droid. No. Um, I the, the way the episode ends is incredible. I guess they force link it. I, I I took it as they force linked for a second. Or maybe I feel like it is kind of insinuated, but it's so hard to tell. Well, and the fact that he sort of reopened himself up to the force again to save Leia. Yeah. So yeah. he reopens himself to the force to save Anakin's daughter, which yeah. in a way also reopens himself up to Anakin. Yeah. Who is now hell bent on revenge. And just the realization and the emotion that Ewan could portrays like during that scene with like just the realization just saying the word Anakin. Yeah. And just the shock and everything. Like I would love to know what what inspiration Ewan kind of used to um play out that scene if he was thinking about sort of the last yeah, time no that hiding. There was no hiding from that one because that camera was right in his face. Yeah. Well, just like, did you take any inspiration from, you know, the last time that Obi-Wan would have seen Anakin would be when he thought he was leaving Anakin to die and the pain and the screams and the just everything from the end of Revenge of the Sith. That was sort of kind of what he used as inspiration for that final um, for that final scene of the episode. The last thing he heard him say was, I hate you, right? Yeah. Yeah. And he says, you were my brother, Anakin, I loved you. And then just the screams and the pain. And yeah, then he walks away. Yikes. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a lot. Real. Uh, So episode three, um, they go to another new planet. No sand in sight. That's not true. There was sand, but it was dirt. This yeah, is dirty. Dirt. Yeah. Dirt. Dirt. We we'll call it dirt. It's not a sand planet. It's a dirt planet. Yeah. Um, very powerful scene when he uh, gets into the truck, the for lack of a better yeah. term. 
and he walks around and the Imperial logos right there on the back of the truck and he stops and looks at it for a second. Mm-hmm. My eyes got so wide. I was like, yeah, I was like yo. Like, that was crazy. Terror, like, oh my god. <laughs> the uh, Her name is Vivian in real life, Alea, mm-hmm. and you and chemistry together is so so good. The scene yeah. where they're pretending to be father and daughter and she like brings that whole mom story in and then like he calls her Leia, they call him on it, and he's since he's just kooky. Very well done. Like yeah. I absolutely adored it. Yeah. That was one of my favorite scenes, I think, so far. Like just that whole interaction right then is just so beautiful and it's got so much behind it that it it's it just stood out and beautifully acted by both of them the mole man alien frick frick or whatever his name is Uh, voiced by uh uh, i was gonna say we've got and donald fazen is in uh resistance isn't he Mm -hmm. so we've got scrubs and star wars (laughs) i love it uh i i that was pretty cool i i giggled with the gate that crossed oh my the street God. but easily just walk around, around it but they he still like shot it to make it go away i was like okay all right yeah, listen he's in the heat of the moment he didn't see the he, he just saw one way out that's my justification for it yeah we had we had a bird's eye view he was right in the thick. he's in the that trenches he's in the yeah. thick of it um seeing that stormtrooper get zapped in half oh can we talk about God. just how violent this show is like I was not ready. You've got hands getting cut off. You've got we'll talk about it in a second, but daddy daddy Vader. That was hard to watch. That, that was, was, that was this was like a horror episode. Like it was brutal. They're definitely not shying away from kind of the brutality aspect, which I think a lot of people wanted with, with Vader. Yeah, because they don't, they don't off. Right. Like they don't really see it. Like it's in the comics, it's in the books, but for the casual, like, they just have seen what's in the movies. So it's like, they don't see all of that rage that that was Vader. Um, the, che- the chest piece going into his chest was... <laughs> the episode? Yeah. Um, a star, a breakout star, in my opinion, was Ned B, the droid. Um, the part of the underground railroad they had the loader um, when, the storm, when the stormtroopers come in, he's holding the hammer behind his yes. back. Yes, say something, say something. Yeah, <laughs> make say a move, make a move, and I, I'm gonna armor you. Just say one thing. Yeah. You didn't look at me wrong. <laughs> That's another famous ready. actor too that is doing Ned B. Is it? Um, I can't remember who it is, but it's, it's not uh, O'Shea Jackson, right? It's not no. Ice Cube Kid. No, I'm I, sure he's Quin- I know. I think I know who he is. I fucking hope he's Quinlan Voss. The the shit bags on Twitter and Reddit are gonna lose their gourds if he is Quinlan Voss, and I'm gonna love it. I'm just excited for live another live action Quinlan Voss because I think the only time we've ever seen Quinlan Voss is like in the background of the Phantom Menace, right? Yeah, and you and gotta he's, really he's hey, in you gotta be looking Clone for Wars. It. Well, I'm, yeah, but I'm saying oh, you live mean live action? action. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like he's in the background with Sebulba, right? Yeah, just mm-hmm. chilling undercover. Yeah, I, I was, I did not 
that was not something I was even remotely expecting. He's like, Quinlan was here. I was like, holy shit, I know who that is. <laughs> I've got a whole theory based off of that. So I think they're going to tie Quinlan to Reva. And I think they're going to tie Quinlan to Grogu. Ooh. as the one because yeah. the whole idea of like he's been here through here a couple times and like he yeah. clearly is like kind of running the the jedi underground railroad so that <laughs> i don't I, know if that's a thing but if it is i mean that's the vibe i was getting yeah like, absolutely <laughs> i feel like that's the inspiration they pulled for that so he uh i, I hope we get quinlan Voss in live action and i i could see them using him as kind of the connective tissue to tie the Mando stuff to Kenobi in a mm-hmm. sense, and also to tie Reva to everything. Speaking of Reva, we got to see their home base. Um, which, is, which is really cool. It's like the polar opposite of Vader. So instead of being in lava, it was in water. Um, I, I, I think it's a moon of Mustafar is what where their base is. So um, yeah. We see it in Jedi Fallen Order. I think for the first it's time. Really cool. Um, they're like they're crazy far underwater, and when they're like down in like their main office, and like you can see all the sea, the sea life or whatever you want to call it. Mm. Um, the coolest detail was all of the Padawan helmets and lightsabers. No, oh, I didn't even notice around. that. But yeah, look in the background. They have them displayed all around. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Pretty dark. Pretty dark. <laughs> I need a lot more dark. Yeah, there's a lot of dark with with them, which is good because they are like evil. And I think Literally. sometimes Star Wars doesn't it shies away from the evil. So like when you need when you've got something that's just pure evil, like show that pure evil. Yeah. Speaking of pure evil, we get Vader in the, in the flesh <laughs> in the suit. Maybe the wrong. Yeah, in the suit. Rage filled um, Vader mad as a hornet uh yeah. just walking down the street choking people to death for no reason uh, i mean that's the reason he's trying to of a child like that that was a kid <laughs> yeah you know that was feloni's tip for that episode <laughs> i will <laughs> say the kid. amount the amount of thirst after vader after <laughs> after him doing that scene i was like all right people you need to Stop being horny on me and go back to <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you know, going straight to jail. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that was a real. I I love it though because it shows sort of how far in those ten years Anakin has really gone. Yeah, so I think people kind of disassociate Anakin with Vader. They're like Anakin yeah. was this and Vader's this, but really, kind of the the blending of the two. And I think that's the the biggest takeaway and the thing I love the most about this episode is you have that connective tissue with Anakin and Vader and, and showing them as one single entity. I don't think in their entire interaction, Obi-Wan was only defensive, right? Mm-hmm. I don't think he went on the offensive once. No. It was really cool how they did the lighting with just the lightsabers. Yeah. I loved that. Looked so good. And then Vader straight up cooking Obi-Wan. Yeah, fire. Like that was brutal. That Which, was so savage. Didn't he have like a vision of doing that in the 2017 Vader comics? Yep. So the fact that they like took that vision and made it, I was like, yes, thank you. But also, <laughs> damn, that's brutal. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> um, it, it was. 
again, another thing that was kind of hard to watch, but we knew it was coming. Like we knew something, we knew something was coming. I don't think I was quite prepared for. I definitely wasn't like it, eye for an eye. Like you, he doesn't want to watch. Right. He wants him he to wants suffer. To like, yeah. but it's, it's you're gonna suffer the way that I suffered because of you. Like this is you made me who I am. Like he yeah. literally at, like says that. Like had ten years of the emperor whispering in his ear yep. and just festering and and Feeling kind of it. thinking about what Kenobi did to him and what Kenobi took from him. So you take all it's of that and then he finally finds him and it's like all right, it's on. Like yep. Donkey Kong. I've been waiting for this moment and now you're gonna roast. Like yeah. If you're curious of how, where Vader is mentally, read the Lords of the Sith novel. It shows Palpatine was not kind to him at any point. <laughs> they go on missions and Palpatine would blatantly sabotage him to get hurt or to fail and to punish him just over and over and over on top of his hate for Kenobi already has. Like, no wonder Vader just like turned into a straight killing machine because dude is just pissed. It's a little bit in the Vader comics, I feel like, too. Like the, oh, yeah. was the was the mm-hmm. 2017 one, the one that he like has to go get his new lightsaber and hunt down Jocasta new and all that jazz. Or is that the 2015? I think this is 2015. Okay. Whichever one kind of follows younger Vader. Um, yeah. Same idea though. You kind of get like that cold stepfather kind of vibe from Palpatine. Yeah. It just wants to hurt Vader. Because so, his pain is ever makes him more powerful, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Anything else from the season? Uh, season from episode three? You guys want to talk about? It was a lot. It was good though. I mean, it was another. All like I said, all three of these have been great. I did. Did you guys see the one like when Kenobi's looking off in the distance at the hooded figure, and it's it's Anakin. Yeah, I was gonna say it's Hayden yeah. looking back at him. I was like, uh, that hurts. Yep. When I first saw it. I didn't know who it was. I thought it was a mysterious Jedi at first. And then I was like, wait a second. Yeah. And then like the more it like lingered, I was like, oh, oh, I knew I knew who it was as soon as like it popped up. I was like, that's literally Anakin on Mustafar, like with his hood, like just waiting, like. Like, oh, my gosh. Which that makes it even more powerful because he's still seeing Anakin. And then I think when he sees Vader, it's like, this is not Not who I remember. Your brother, yeah. Yeah. Oh, man, what about that whole brother thing that everybody's like, who's Kenobi's brother? Batman. It's Batman. (laughs) (laughs) Do you guys think that, like, Kenobi actually has a brother who's Force-sensitive and, like, we're going to end up maybe having more in like his background they might touch on it in something else i don't think they'd touch on it in this show though i think yeah. young kenobi's kind of been hinted at in other mediums before but not i don't think that they'll go down i think it would just distract too much from the main storyline i don't yeah. know why they would do it you know what i mean like yeah. at this at this point people why? are like up like they're they're ready for it like all over twitter they're talking about like who could he be? Who could his brother be? Like, it's it's pretty interesting to see. Like, that's something that people took away from this episode. It's Quinn Lamas. I, mean, <laughs> I guess that's the second season of Ewan as Obi Wan. 
Don't mind if I do. Sure. Well, there's rumors floating around that they're going to do a second season. And then mm-hmm. Ewan said something at Celebration where he's like, I hope you enjoy episodes like five and six and seven and eight and nine and ten. And <laughs> it's like, part I of me like- is like, I believe him. But also part of me is like, of course he would say seven, eight, nine and ten. This man wants to keep getting paid. Yeah. yeah I, say, I like Ewan also like to be paid for things. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he is making bank for this series after like a decade of them trying to get it done. Yeah. Dude made more at celebration off just autographs than I've probably made the entire year. <laughs> His line was nuts. <laughs> and he's he's in San Antonio this weekend. Got another show. Joining again. Mad he seemed man. to be enjoying himself though, the which Scots is good because this was his first con or celebration was his first convention ever. So as long as it was a good one, then that's all that matters. I, I mean, he's even said it in like interviews, like this is the first time that like he's been surrounded by people who aren't berating him over ruining something they love. Yeah. So I totally believe that like he was having an absolute blast because it's a completely different experience from the, the previous one he had. Mm-hmm. Could you imagine watching the prequels and coming away with anything that he did in any of those movies was done poorly? Like I realize I have rose colored glasses on, but he was incredible, like in everything he, he was, did, right? Absolutely. Like, yep. There was people who did a not so great job. I'm not gonna lie to you. Not him. <laughs> he was every time he was on the screen. Like we it's 20 years later and we begged for a show and got it. Yep. So like I don't understand. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to the rest of this show though. I am kind of bummed that we're already halfway through it. I guess we're Technically, more than halfway through it as of this episode coming out, because episode four is out, but... Why'd you have to remind me? It's, uh, that's why we're getting a second season. Maybe. Yeah. And more Kenobi. Seven and eight and eight. Maybe they were joshing us, and there's going to be more than six. (laughs) Oh my god, that would be so nice. You're going to pull, like, a Loki, it's going to be, like, the end credits roll, and it's, like, Obi-Wan Kenobi Royal Return. I mean... Next week! (laughs) (laughs) Right now. Episode seven kicks on right now. But two more um, episodes. Stay tuned. <laughs> yeah, I'm really curious though to see because obviously Amperu has not had a, huge, a ton of screen time, and I think Bonnie Peace said that she like will be seeing more of her. So I'm curious if we'll get more young Luke, if we'll get more Amperu. Um, what else we're gonna have with Vader? If we're gonna get flashbacks with the a young like flashbacks with Hayden and Ewan? Oh my gosh! Oh, please, please, oh. I'm dying to see Hayden in Clone Wars armor. I think um, if could you imagine how feral everybody's gonna go if it, you get a Clone <laughs> War like live action Clone War? Those hot toys are gonna go through the roof in value because I got an email today are... from Sideshow to buy that Hayden hot toys in the Clone Wars armor. I was like, they give me the one something. I bought two years ago, and we'll talk. Um, stop emailing me, Sideshow, for Christ's sake! <laughs> no, <laughs> me too. Never. Double down. More I got emails. another email saying that. Mall was delayed again. I I'll have Mall in yet. 2023. I haven't been delayed yet. It still says June 2022. Ahsoka, yes, but Mall has been delayed again. I literally, um, uh, Bella has it. They, they've been coming out sporadically. People have been getting them left and right. No rhyme or reason to it. So, like, I'm waiting on my Django and I've seen other people get it. So, it looks yeah. awesome, by the way. It looks. Which one? The mall? Oh, both of them, but the Django looks 
Oh, the Django's yeah. incredible. I'm so glad that I decided at like 2 a.m. <laughs> to pull the trigger on it because I've seen like people post it next to the old sideshow one, and I'm like, oh, this is such a good figure. I did a good thing. <laughs> I made a poor financial choice, but a good emotional choice. I make adult money. I don't know where I'm going to put him because I have no shelf space. And <laughs> more shelves, less doors. Uh, <laughs> I'll just box myself in. I'll just live in here. It'll be fine. Surrounded by my own failures. <laughs> well, my own, my own, <laughs> my, own plastic, <laughs> my own plastic prison. <laughs> All right. Um. So so far, three episodes in, Kenobi is blowing me away. Um. I'm very happy, very pleased. Can't wait to watch the rest of it. You guys feel the same way? Oh, absolutely. One hundred percent. Yeah. I'm. I'm. Like I said, I'm really excited about how they're going to wrap up this if it is going to be just these next three episodes or if they're going to give us more and, and sort of leave it on a little cliffhanger yeah we'll find out in three weeks right uh. all right well that's going to do it for this week i'm sorry that it's such a long episode but we had a lot to talk about um with celebration and news and news and news and kenobi so um <laughs> like i said top of the show whatever you're listening to this podcast on please leave us a review it helps us get in the algorithms and all that mumbo jumbo um, but until next time, remember, the Force will be with you always. <laughs>